Good afternoon, Super Kicking It with Stephen fans. Facebook group, so happy to be back. Sorry, October was kind of hit or miss for me, but I'm here. I'm ready to rock and roll. Happy Halloween. Got my nice Jack and Lantern t shirt on. Uh, all my kids at school loved it yesterday. And uh, yeah, you can kind of see, probably not very good, but um, we got some stuff in my backyard, all the Halloween stuff right there. So there you go. Um, Feel free to follow me at Stephen A1181. That's Stephen A1181 on Twitter. Uh, if you catch Stephen at me on Facebook, you can see uh, the tour of my house as I'm looking out my window now. One of my inflatables is down, so I got to go fix that eventually. So, But we're here to talk wrestling, right? Wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. In the spirit of Halloween, let's get started with Halloween Havoc. That happened this week at NXT. I thought um, a really great throwback. I love the old set of Halloween Havoc. They had an inflatable pumpkin out there that Johnny Gargano took care of afterwards. Um, you know, I thought they really played it up to Halloween Havoc, you know, paying homage to the past and kind of making its own event. So hopefully that does come back around. Um, I'd love to see Raw and SmackDown kind of be part of that as well. Just a big old event. You know, that's one of the WCW events. That and War Games um, are the two that I really like having back. And uh, obviously, we'll talk about war games because we're probably heading for a match um, of the Undisputed Era and Pat McAfee and crew, which is so crazy to think. So uh, let's get started, though. Johnny Gargano defeated Damian Priest in a Devil's Playground match. Pretty much just it could happen anywhere. Um, you know, we'd had the Shotsky, Shotsky Blackheart uh, doing the spin the wheel, make the deal. We had that you know, kind of playing up. They had a nice wheel up there that would spin for all these crazy matches and Devil's Playground was it. So they could pretty much pull out anything. Falls could count anywhere. Um, I thought a really good match to set off the night, and I'm really happy that Johnny Gargano picked up the win. Um, for some reason, Damian Priest doesn't do anything for me. I don't know about you guys, but I just don't know why Damian Priest, there's something missing for them. You know, I think he puts on pretty good matches, um, you know, he's playing up. They, they had a live guitarist play his entrance, which was pretty cool. And that was my first, um, kind of four way that, oh, he's probably gonna lose. But, uh, usually guys get played up their entrances, seem to lose. But, anyway, so, but something about, um, Damian Priest doesn't really, I just don't know what is missing for there for him. Um, but Johnny Gargano, I'm definitely all about. And now he loves the wheel. Uh, he was hating wheels the week before. Now he loves wheels because, you know, he won the North American title. Uh, also, there was a hooded figure um, come out to help Johnny Gargano. Uh, we're hearing all kinds of, or we're hearing one name, Indy Hartwell, who was the hooded figure to possibly help Candice LeRae, but that didn't end up being revealed. So I don't know if we'll reveal that person or not. Uh, they had the screen mask on. They had a big hooded cloak. I don't know if it'll be the same person or what. I kind of was hoping it'd be Champa, Tomasa Champa. I think he needs something. Um, you know, he, he could really see that Johnny Gargano invested in his way because Champa obviously was a deadly heel back in the day. So, um, you know, and maybe they could have went together with North American title and going after the tag team titles. So maybe that's still the plan. I don't know. But, I will. you know, we'll see who gets revealed. I did talk about Pat McAfee. So um, Pat McAfee. Joined up with Danny Birch and only Lorkin, Lorkin sorry, to get the, uh, they got the tag team titles last week. And this week, you know, they're calling out Kyle O'Reilly. 
Pete Dunn joins him, which was a surprise because I know Pete Dunn has been part of NXT UK. He kind of came out there and looked like he was ready to, you know, take out uh, Pat McAfee's crew. I don't know what we're calling them yet. And he ends up taking a chair shot to Kyle O'Reilly because if we play it up, back in the day, Pete Dunn got turned on by Undisputed Era. So um, I think that makes sense. I was wondering who the fourth member of Pat McAfee and crew would be. And now we got our answer. So definitely war games, war games, war games. We're going to see that happen uh, for this crew. You know, this and it's going to be interesting to see how much what does Pat McAfee do? Um, you know, war games is pretty dead, uh, uh, not deadly match. It's a pretty brutal match. You know, there's there's a lot of, you know, that can happen there. So uh, I think that's really going to be a coming out party for Pat McAfee, honestly. Uh, all these other guys, Undisputed Air, have worked there. You know, all, everybody else, you know, they kind of know what they're getting into. But I'm really interested to see how, um, how Pat McAfee plays up there. Um, Santos Escobar defeated Jake Atlas in a non-title match. And once again, I, there's a lot of guys in NXT right now that are just there for me. Even if we bring up the, you know, Dexter Loomis and Cameron Grimes, I honestly checked out during this match. I don't know what it is. Just Dexter Loomis is, there's something there for me. I think, you know, he can definitely work matches. He, you know, has a look about him. He he definitely has this charisma about him. And, you know, I'm, I'm interested to see as he goes. It made me be like Velveteen Dream with me, where Velveteen Dream at first I was like, I don't get it. And then... It's slowly but surely I started getting it. So uh, Cameron Grimes, I, I don't get him at all. Uh, so if anybody wants to help me on him, feel free. I don't I don't really get him. So uh, next up, we kind of had um, Ray Rip, Rhea Ripley defeat Rhea Gonzalez, Raquel Gonzalez. Obviously, Rhea Ripley is, you know, a big member of um, the women's division. Don't know if she ever finds her way back into the title picture or gets the title. Um, but you know, I think she definitely will play up her part as kind of this gatekeeper type, you know, just put on good matches. Maybe she loses here and there to kind of put over some women in NXT. I don't know if we'll see her on the main roster as well. I'd be curious to see. I thought we started to see her and then she just, you know, went back to NXT. So, um, finally, Io Shirai, NXT women's champion defeated Candice Ray and at tables, ladders and scares. Oh my match. I would have loved to see. Candice Ray take the title here. That's I'm really surprised they didn't just pull the trigger on it. You had Gargano win. You had this hooded figure back to help Candice Ray, and then you have her lose. So I don't really buy that. You know, I, I Io Shirai is fine, and you know she makes for a great champion. And she loses the title, she's fine. So that's why I thought you really could have played up that you know better for her for um, uh, Candice Ray. And we even had Shots Shots Blackheart out there. Um, she's going to be a big player, you could tell already. You know, just the fact that they let her host this, I think, really says something for that. So, but overall, I hope we keep Howlin Havoc going. And like I said, I would love to see Raw and SmackDown get involved with it too. You know, pumpkin matches or, you know, some sort of spin the wheel matches for our champions and just play it up as a pay per view. I mean, bring it back, let it roll out. So, um, but, you know, I don't think we'll see that, but we definitely should see Halloween Havoc back for next year. Um, we'll do a quick time out to give you the good old sponsors that we have on this show. Um, of course, you can check out some realty company here with Sean Nugent Realty. So have at it. What's up, folks? It's your boy, the ass from Black and White Sports. 
and I am looking to buy or sell a home, I know who I'm going to call, and that's Sean Nugent, a.k.a. BW Sports One's rock star realtor. That's right, folks. Sean Nugent is the man you need to talk to if you're looking for your dream home or looking to just downsize or anything in between when it comes to your new house. Call Sean, 317-503-8322. That's 317-503-8322. Or email him, Sean.Nugent at TalkToTucker.com. You want to talk to Tucker? Talk to Sean Nugent, BW Sports One's Rockstar Realtor. All right, and we're back. We're going to talk Raw and SmackDown as we're heading towards Survivor Series. Um, let's get caught up. Sorry, I did mess up. Mess about talking about Hell in a Cell. Um, very surprised with Randy Orton defeating Drew McIntyre. I get that we want Drew to have this moment with the crowd, winning the title, if that's the plan. But right now, I don't know if that's the plan. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I just look at Randy Orton. He's won 14 times now. This is his 14th title. We have John Cena with 16. We have Triple H with 14. Why not just do some triple threat match and just let them ride off in the sunset? Um, you know, I, I definitely think you're at WrestleMania. You're going to want to do Randy Orton, John Cena, you know, loser leaves or loser, you know, retire something like that. Um, even though I don't think Randy Orton's done anytime soon, but obviously John Cena's in, you know, he's not there. <laughs> I mean, let's just face it. So, and then also Sasha Banks beating Bailey surprised me in a way because man, Bailey's been so good with that title, but now I guess we'll see what can Bailey do without the title. So that's saying something as well, but, um, those were kind of the big things I got out of it. I thought the Roman Reigns, Jay Uso stuff was great. Uh, just the emotion that played up there. And, of course, we saw what happened on SmackDown, which we'll get to here in a little bit. But, um, you know, I thought that match was hard-hitting, full of emotion. That's what we want in, you know, in wrestling. You want that storytelling. You want that um, just playing with your emotions, not sure where it's going to go, you know. And the ring work was great, too. So, also, I, I mean, it's just a small thing, but you had the black and white contrasting colors. You know, you had uh, Jay... Uso all in white. You had Roman, of course, all in his typical black. So I thought that was a good little, you know, play up as well. So um, other than that, that's kind of my Hell in a Cell thoughts. So let's get to Raw. Um, let me look up the results really quick. We did have AJ Styles defeat Jeff Hardy in a Survivor Series qualifying match. So we have AJ Styles involved with Survivor Series. Still no word on who this big, gigantic bodyguard for him is for AJ Styles and what he's all about. Um, I know he was a ninja at one point, and he was a bodyguard um, for Raw Underground, and now he's the bodyguard. Or now we don't know what his alliance is with um, Styles. I did love the ref playing up, you know, um, the the bodyguard. I forget his. We haven't the associate. We haven't given him a name yet. He wouldn't leave the ring, and then he kind of intimidated the ref, and you know, then eventually left. So I kind of like that playing up. Uh, we also had Elias come out smash a guitar over Jeff Hardy, which of course is going to lead to Monday night um, guitar and a pole match. Everybody saw that coming. So, um, you know, maybe Elias picks up the win there, but uh, we'll see where that goes. And AJ Styles obviously wants to be team captain, probably of team raw. Um, even though, you know, we got Drew McIntyre out there now without the title. So I think he wants to be involved with that. So um, Lucha house party defeated Akira Tozawa and Drew Gulak. We had AJ, or we had our truth running out there with the title. I don't know why, because it's our truth. 
Um, and, you know, maybe this team of Akira Tozawa and Drew Gulak might be kind of fun to see. Uh, next up, we have Keith Lee defeating Elias in a Survivor Series qualifying match. So, so far, we have AJ Styles, Keith Lee. Good to see that Keith Lee is involved in there. You know, he had a good little run last year in the Survivor Series and the Royal Rumble. So, you know, maybe he ends up as the sole survivor or, you know, with the survivor winning team. So um, next up, the Hurt Business defeated Retribution by DQ because, you know, all kinds of things happened there. This was a tag team elimination match, kind of getting you set up for Raw and SmackDown. Uh, there at Survivor Series, no NXT involved yet. I don't think it's going to be involved, unfortunately. I thought NXT should have been involved in Survivor Series. but And, you know, I don't know about this. The Hurt Business keeps going over on Retribution. I don't know if that's good for them. It just feels like you're, you're just losing the steam with Retribution. And the fact that Bray Wyatt came out as the Fiend and kind of took care of all the Hurt Business. So, yeah, I just don't know where we're going to go with Retribution right now. Um, Drew McIntyre defeated The Miz because he called out, you know, The Miz and um, John Morrison, so he took care of them. <laughs> Surprise next up, we had Lana winning a fatal four-way to join Team Raw. So we have Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, tag team champions of, of the women's side. We have Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, and then we had this fatal four-way. It was Nikki Cross. It was Lana, it was Peyton Royce, and it was Lacey Evans. Lana probably made the most sense. Um, but then she still took a table drop in the announce table. She took a Samoa drop to the announce table by Nia Jax. So it feels like I don't know what's going on there. You know, it's one of those weird, uh, what what is the purpose of Lana? I don't think she's getting sympathy. I think she's just getting indifference at this point. So um yeah <laughs> next up we have Seamus defeating matt riddle in a survivor series qualifying match i see why Seamus makes sense but i think matt riddle could use this or sorry riddle as he's being called uh, he's probably obviously getting a new you know presentation type deal with his name change to riddle don't know what that means for him and we'll kind of see where that goes so raw has Seamus. Keith Lee, AJ Styles, and like I said, I think the fourth member, the final member, will be Drew McIntyre. That just seems to make most sense. And then finally, we had, you know, um, The Fiend calling out Randy Orton, and then Drew McIntyre, you know, takes out Randy Orton. So getting all those pieces, you know, I think a three, you know, kind of those three guys going with the title, going after the title makes sense, kind of protect Drew. But then I also want to protect the fiend. So I don't know where we're going to go with that as far as the title's concerned. And then we did have Alexa Bliss out there for a moment of bliss, um, you know, kind of talking up that, you know, he's here and he showed up, you know, the fiend. And we had Alexa Bliss really playing up her role. So I just, I'm so intrigued with Bray Wyatt and Alexa Bliss as a tag or as a, you know, partnership right now. Uh, let's take one more quick break. Kind of give you the lowdown on where you need to go for all your banking needs. You can get in touch with First Financial Bank. What is up, everybody? It is your boy, the ass for black and white sports. And let me talk to you about a little banking. First Financial Bank and John Wayne Buzzard. That's right, folks. The official bank of BW Sports One for all of your banking needs, whether it be savings, checking, mortgage loans, small business loans, and everything else under the sun, 
First Financial Bank and John Wayne Buzzard is where we go. Call that man, 317-417-8582. That's 317-417-8582. Or email him at john.buzzard at bankatfirst.com. That's right. First Financial Bank, the official bank of BW Sports 1. All right, and thank you for John Buzzard at First Financial Bank. Thank you to Sean Nugent at Realty um, Company. So go get them in touch if you need realty, if you need a new house, if you need some banking needs. All right, finally, let's finish up. Get you out on your way on your Halloween adventures. Like I said, enjoy my pumpkin shirt. Enjoy your Halloween. Be safe. Wear that mask. Uh, go vote on Tuesday. We got all of the plugs going. So finally, let's finish up with SmackDown last night. Wow. Um, should we start the beginning or the end? I want to start at the end. So the beginning showed Roman and Jay Uso talking, you know, Jay really conflicted about joining up with Roman. And then at the end, he beats Daniel Bryan to qualify for the Survivor Series match. And, you know, Roman comes out there, you know, gives him a little head nod. And Jay Uso went to town on Daniel Bryan. I mean, just took him out, took him out on the stretcher afterwards. I got to give Daniel Bryan credit. You know, Daniel Bryan made the announcement a couple weeks ago, or maybe a week or so ago that this right now is his last time as a full last run as a full-time superstar. Maybe he goes part-time so he could spend more time at home and still be part of it. I don't know, but you could tell that the writing is there for him that he's going to put over guys. He might win some matches, but he definitely wants to do whatever's right for the company. I think he was mentioned as big E's push. He was mentioned there. So he, you know, he played up his part in the Ju. So I don't, you know, I, I'm going to be interested to see how Ju so goes from here. Does he just go out full out heel like Roman or does he still kind of play up conflicted? You know, he, he kind of played it up like, like Roman was saying, you cause this, you cause this to Daniel Bryan. So, and, you know, and does Jimmy show up and, you know, try to talk sense? And he has shown up before, but does Jimmy, you know, join up with them or does he, you know, play, you know, play this tweener type character? So there's different directions you can go with. Uh, I guess we can call them the bloodline. I think that's going to be their name and that should be their name. I've seen people mention that. So. That's kind of, you know, the, the end of SmackDown that saw everything happen there. Um, Kevin Owens won his match to qualify for the Survivor Series men's team. So that's the first member of the SmackDown team right there. Uh, we had Bianca Belair defeating Billy Kay and Natalia. And Bianca Belair is now part of the women's division or women's SmackDown team. Um, so we're, you know, getting those places on Raw and SmackDown kind of all squared away. And so we had Murphy show up. Murphy wanted to say sorry to the Mysterios. Aaliyah's out there. Seth Rollins is out there. I don't know, people, and I don't know about you, but I do not know what the end game of this is. Because we had Aaliyah saying she loves you to, but, uh, to Murphy. They kissed. People are kind of turned off because Aaliyah's 19. Murphy's like 31, 32, so it's that weird age gap. But, you know, obviously Ray's okay with it because, you know, I think he would have given his blessing. Ali is obviously okay with it. Dominate, you know, they're all part of this. But what is the end game? 
because right now you have, you know, the Mysterios, you have Murphy, you have Rollins. There's really no alliances other than Mysterios. So I don't know. <laughs> I'm just really conflicted with where this is going to go and what, like I said, what is the end game for this? I think Seth Rollins finds himself on Team SmackDown. I think Murphy finds himself on SmackDown and then probably Ray, you know, is on Team SmackDown. And maybe they all just kind of lose it and Kevin Owens is left on his own as usual. So, but yeah, that was just so, <laughs> that was a really interesting part to that, you know, thing, <laughs> that storyline. Next up, we have SmackDown Tag Team Champions. The Street Profits defeat Cesaro Nakamura, Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, you know, Shinsuke and Cesaro have taken some losses lately, so I don't know what's happening with them, but I feel like they'll find themselves in some tag team, SmackDown, you know, whatever, eight-team match type deal. So uh, Sasha Banks was out there, you know, gloating about her win. And then, of course, we had Bailey come out and challenge her because Sasha has never retained the title or sorry, he's never defended it and to retain the title. I think all hell breaks loose next week. You know, maybe Bailey just loses by DQ so that she could still kind of go after the title at the, you know, down the road. We will get Asuka and um, Sasha going at, at it for Survivor Series for, you know, bragging rights. Once again, we need some sort of, um, we need some sort of, consequences as it were or some sort of winner get something for this you know especially if we're just doing raw and smackdown you know maybe raw if they win they get to pick somebody from smackdown if smackdown wins they get somebody from raw i think that needs to happen there needs to be something there um you know as far as just bragging rights doesn't work so and then finally we did see jay uso defeat brian daniel bryan and just totally take him out so that's my WWE in a nutshell. Get you out quick and easy. Next week, we'll get back to AW because next week is full gear on the 7th. Um, I'll give you all my predictions. We'll kind of talk about where AW has been going here and there. And, uh, yeah, hopefully you guys enjoy your Halloween. Be safe. Um, you know, wear those masks. Go out and vote on Tuesday. I won't tell you who to vote for, but I have an idea on who you should vote for. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. So <laughs> there you go. Thank you for joining me. Catch me at Stephen A. 1181. Talk to you guys later.